Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to an all-new episode of GVN, uh, I guess, Review or Breakdown, however you want to call it. Let's go with Review. Um, me and AJ will be breaking down the story of the new Miles Morales game for the brand-new PlayStation 5. Um, neither one of me nor AJ have played it, but we both have watched all of the cutscenes, so this is spoiler um this is definitely going to be a spoiler for anyone out there listening so if you have not played it uh or you have not watched the cutscenes, you don't want to be spoiled i'm giving you all this time of me saying this for you to definitely stop it play it or watch the cutscenes and come back if you watch the cutscenes, it's only about like an hour and 50 uh i believe aj is like an hour and 50 minutes um so you know one day you 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 knock it out come back and listen to this but again this is spoiler review of the story of Miles Morales for the PS5 that just came out um all right I am your host Juwan join with me for what's going to be a potapalooza of a day of podcast is AJ what's going on AJ what is going on oh god I'm excited for Miles Morales I'm pissed that I cannot play the game right now I'm so pissed but the cutscenes are amazing, and I can't wait to talk about it. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it. I will say I am not jealous. I can't play it. I didn't play the last Spider-Man. Um, I don't have PlayStation. It's not like, oh, I can't get PlayStation. I'm an Xbox guy. Um, and honestly, more recently, I've become a Switch guy, like almost exclusively. I don't even play my Xbox anymore. Um, I just don't have room to get a PlayStation that I'm probably not going to play as much as I play my Switch. So, um, But who knows? That might change because I can tell you this right now. If Switch doesn't start coming out with more games and stop giving me shit that I played when I was three, um, I'll probably stop paying $60 for games that came out eight years ago uh, for this goddamn Switch. And maybe I will go PlayStation. But anyway, focus at hand. Uh, let's get right into the beginning of this Miles Morales for the PS5. Um, AJ, this started off really good. This started off with a Miles that um, obviously was still a little wet behind the ears, very eager, um, talking with Peter as Peter was kind of, you know, letting him know. It's not easy being Spider-Man. Like, everything you want to jump into is everything that I jumped into and got my ass handed to me about. So it's like, I want to kind of ease you into this. Um, but we see what is one of visually the best fight scenes i think in in video game history um is the opening which is peter and miles taking on a charged up souped up rhino uh walk me through the beginning of this uh this story aj yeah that that beginning scene in spider-man miles for miles was a great way to start it off especially after the ending of the first Spider-Man game that was on the PS4, um, just seeing Peter, Peter as a mentor to Miles and Miles as a student, I really loved the dynamic. And for me, I think their dynamic in this is amazing. Um, it's a lot different from Spider-Man to Spider-Verse, which is still for me the perfect perfect comic book movie in general um so there's to show you you can do um a spider-man story in different ways and it still be amazing and what you were talking about with the action sequences and spider-man miles from Alice, they were great 
Um, you can tell that Miles doesn't know what he's doing and he's just doing everything on top of his head, basically. He's just making things up as he, go, as he goes. Um, and then you just see Peter um, helping him out a little bit um, to see what he can do, see just to test his, just to flex his muscles a little bit and all of that. So the beginning, the beginning sequence I thought was really good, both um, story-wise and just pure action. I will say the biggest thing that the beginning of this taught me was um, there's really honestly, like if Sony was really, really, really smart about this, and we know that Sony tends to not really be that smart. Um, I would capitalize on the hype of Miles by calling Feige and going, look, we're going to take, we're, we're going to use Peter for a little bit, but you guys can have Peter. Obviously we'll pull him in when we need to, um, but you guys keep Peter. We're, our Spider-Man is Miles. We're going to build our universe around Miles. And the reason why I said they should do that instead of trying to blend both Miles and Peter is, A, Peter is still way too young. Way too young. Remember, even if he was dis even if he disappeared for the five years um, and, and, you know, obviously age five years, he didn't really age those five years. Um, so he's still the same age, in my opinion. I, I don't care what, the what they they'll try to say about that. But um, to me, why AJ did that fight with Rhino work so well for Miles? What did they have to do to give Miles that stage? They had to knock the shit out of Peter. Peter was, was out. He was down for the count. Miles came in, stepped in, um, and really made a name for himself. That's not what you want to do to a Peter Parker you spent five years building. Um, he's just way too young. Now, if you had brought in Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, by all means, yeah, he's been in the game for a long time. You know, he can he can take a few licks and, and you know, it, it won't really affect him if he has to take that large step back to allow Miles to be the new Spider-Man. Um, but Holland Spider-Man is still way too young. Well, I think you're forgetting one important detail in that. Um, with the the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man, Spider um, Peter Parker is... How old? He's probably like 18, 19, maybe. He's still in high school. Right. Um, this, would be his, this next movie would be his... Um, see, I, I don't rem I'd have to watch Homecoming again, but I would assume this year uh, for this next movie would be his senior year, I assume. Yeah, so, so even if Miles was around what middle school age he'll still right. have he'll still have enough time to be peter parker or be, not be peter parker but be spider-man for a long time so they can actually have a a time skip and uh, is what we call it in anime terms a time skip and in the marvel cinematic universe with um peter parker and miles morales yeah but I, th I think there's a good amount of age difference um no, i i don't want to make it seem like age is what my focus is my focus is the reason why miles works so well in the comics and in the movie and in the game is because peter had to take well remember in the comics peter was dead um which gave miles the ultimate driver's seat um but in the movies and in these games peter is taking a major um uh step back to like remember aj Miles in this video game was able to, to really kind of go through it because they took Peter out of the equation completely. Like, he wasn't even in New York. And I'm saying, if you're Sony, don't do all that. It's very, very, very easy to say, like, I'll equate this better for you, AJ. Remember how, you know how everyone's saying how if they do a Green Lantern movie, everyone wants uh, Jon Stewart to be the focus? But how do you have Jon Stewart be the focus of Earth? You put Hal in space, right? So I'm saying the equivalent of that with the, with the Spider-Man is to say Peter Parker is more bigger picture like Avengers. Miles is literally just borough in just New York. Like, well, that's, not, that's, that's not true because even in the Ultimate Comics, he is, he has, his focus is a lot on Avengers as well. No, 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 no. 
I'm not saying Miles isn't. I'm saying what Sony should do so you're not overlapping. I don't need double Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? I don't need double Spider-Man in the MCU. I'm saying allow Peter to be your more Avengers bigger picture and allow Miles for Sony to be the focus is New York. That's his focus. The borough, New York, um, taking care of more the smaller level stuff. Um, Obviously, you can give him bigger villains but let him focus on that let peter be the bigger picture um so miles you know it, it's not literally like they're they're overstepping each other you're allowing sure. miles to flourish mm-hmm. in new york and peter's more all right whoa galactus is coming shit i gotta go help with that i'm not saying miles can't i'm just saying the focuses should be different so it allows both characters to expand um without kind of running into each other all that often well, the easiest easiest way to do it is this is a little bit of what you're talking about. If Sony keeps um, Miles and Marvel and Sony lets um, Marvel have Peter Parker, that universe, the Venom and um, Morbius and Silver Sable and all of them could just be another universe it's on itself. It can be another um, dimension or whatever. So Peter Parker on Earth 616, which is the Marvel um, Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Right. Yeah. So, and then they'll, and then Sony will have a separate spot on Peter Parker, who, it's, who they won't show because he's dead in that universe. So they don't really have to show him at all. Well, Maybe a grave. The difficulty in what you're saying is Morbius has already established that Holland is there, is, is that, is the Spider Man for Morbius's universe. We don't Wait, know what? yet. Wait, said it again. I said the difficulty in what you're saying is Morbius, the movie, has already yeah. established that Tom Holland is their Spider-Man. No, it, they never specifically said Tom Holland is the Spider-Man. AJ, and you also you also see in that um AJ on the on the moral that's not Tom Holland Spider-Man. That no 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 no. What what I'm connecting here is Vulture was in the Morbius trailer. Yeah, you can That's have Spider-Man the same you can say you can have the same actor in the movie. It's just in a different universe. Peter what? Parker Peter Parker is the same thing in every single universe. There's well, how the hell did Vulture get from the MCU to to the Sony universe? I'm saying there there's different there's different timeline lines, but there's the same characters sometimes. So you can have the same vulture in one timeline. Yeah. You can have the same Peter in one you're, timeline. You're reaching on that one. I'm not. That's, definitely, that's, that's literally I, I, how they do it in the comics. I'll tell you this right now. I will pay you $20 if when Morbius comes out, his Spider-Man is not Tom Holland's. Legit. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying my my theory is correct. I'm saying what I think <laughs> they should do. AJ is AJ is unanimous. For, yeah, I'm not saying I'm right, but... I never said I was right. I'm just no, telling you what I think what should happen. No, but I I just think I think they can exist in the same universe. Uh, I'm not saying Sony should make a whole nother universe to uh, uh, acquiesce to Miles. Let it be in the same universe. I mean, the MCU has already established that Miles exists. So it's like they can be in the same universe. I'm just saying how like Doctor Strange is more your bigger picture. So like if the, the Avengers are taking on I don't know, Doctor Doom, fucking uh, um, uh, Doctor Strange isn't going to pop up for that shit. Bitch, I don't pop up for that. I let Loki run rampant and I didn't even pop in. I don't give a fuck about that. Let me know when a, a Thanos-level villain comes back and then I'm, I'm there for you. So to me, let Peter be... Well, I'm, Stephen I'm, Strange wasn't Doctor Strange when Loki was was there. What? He existed while while Loki existed. He even told Thor, like, hey, I know who your brother is. You got to take him up. No, you're missing a whole bunch. Remember in Doctor Strange, um, he doesn't become Doctor Strange until a little bit after Civil War. And Civil War is way after the first Avengers. No, 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 no. You're not understanding me. My point just is, Loki was around causing havoc and the whole idea of whoever the Sorcerer of Supreme was didn't involve themselves in that because their interest is more so bigger picture. That's all I'm trying to say. 
So I'm saying allow Spider-Man's focus to be bigger picture. They could be in the same universe. Share it. Because I can tell you right now, if you're Sony, big box office is that your Miles exists in the same MCU as Holland, and then you blend the two uh, from time to time. I'm just saying the best way for Miles to really stretch his legs is for him to exist in a world in, in, in a world where he's not worrying about like the viewers shouldn't go oh man like miles is really getting his ass kicked where's peter like that's that why you shouldn't have it in a different universe why would you have it in the same universe because if you kill Pete, first of all a you've already had your huge uh divide to where you could have explained where the two worlds merge. Um, that's what the Multiverse of Madness is probably going to solve. Miles already exists in the MCU. There's no need to go off and make a whole other universe to fit him. He can be in the same universe. So, I mean, it's, it's the thing of Peter's focus is just different. That's what I'm saying. If Peter was in, like if Peter interacted with Miles and let him know, like, hey, you now look over uh, New York. You know, like I'm, I'm an Avenger now. Like I'm, my focus is on like, we got to take care of like, you know, people trying to destroy all of Earth, not just New York. Um, it'll allow Miles to go. All right, I got New York, Peter. You worry about that. So it kind of gives them both two different big jobs to do, quite like a Hal Jordan taking care of space and a John Stewart just taking care of Earth. They can exist in the same in the same universe. It's just giving them two separate things to do, so there's never any overlap. It allows John Stewart to be the best John Stewart he can be, because he doesn't have to worry about like, oh damn, Hal's back. They're gonna call Hal. They're not gonna call me. You know what I'm saying? So it just gives them the the room to stretch their legs. But anyway, we see him take down uh, Rhino with what I believe they're calling a Venom punch, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. AJ. yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on seeing that Venom punch? I don't think that was in the movie. It wasn't in the movie? Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't. The only thing that was new to us. No, actually, um, it wasn't Venom punch itself, but he does have, in Into the Spider-Verse, we do see him activate the um, bioelectricity um, um, escaping his um the chair that Peter put him in, so he does no, no, have no, that. You're right. Power you're right. I'm just saying specifically the venom punch. The venom punch. Then that yeah, no, we haven't. Game. We haven't. Right. But yeah, um, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I really like how they um use his power set within that specific power. I I love how in the game they use it to for him to suck up energy into his body and just disperse it out. I thought that was pretty cool. Right. I thought that just having like an energy field around him mm -hmm. um, while he's about to charge and all that, I thought that was really cool. So I, also, I, I think the power set is really cool. I also like how Miles um, is able to act. You know what Miles reminds me of, AJ? And it's like, it's so dope because me and you come from this world. So it's like really cool to like, attribute it to this world miles reminds me of anime tell me how tell me that it doesn't remind you of anime anime every time a character is about to die they're really nervous or they're really scared they activate like the strongest abilities ever and like the fact that in into the spider-verse and then in this miles can activate shit just purely based off of fear or anger like emotions is what triggers everything for him is how he figures out like man, I'm really scared they're going to see me. Oh, boom, I just activated. I'm invisible now. You know, like, it's not like one of those things where he got bit and it's like, oh, I know I can go invisible. I just have to kind of, you know, train really hard to control it. It's purely activated based off of, like, emotions, it seems like. So this one was the desperation of, like, damn, I'm the last line of defense. Peter's down. If, if I get taken out, Rhino's going to wreak havoc all over the city. In that desperation and anger, boom activates the venom punch um so i'm like that was really cool well, to it's see. not good yeah it, it, it was cool but it's not really exclusive to anime itself like look no at no no not at all i'm just saying that's the most common yeah. of, of when we were growing up where you would see it a lot is that when they're really sad yeah. or they're really angry is when they're activating like all this power um no I, it exists everywhere but i'm just saying to me and you 
I attribute that to anime because that's what we watch a lot of. And that's where you see like a lot of it is, is in anime. Is emotion yeah. is, is purely driven uh, by these characters. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so we see them take down, uh, we see Miles take down Rhino. Uh, Peter wakes up. I do want to ask you, how do you feel about Peter's new face? I, I didn't honestly mind it. The only thing that I think bothered me about his new face is that he looks drastically younger. And I don't know if they were looking to make him look younger, but I don't ever really like Miles and Peter to be really around the same age. And they kind of look like they're not that far. Yuri, in the first Spider-Man game, he looks like he's at least, what, mid-20s, early 30s? Um, or mid to late 20s. Um, Miles obviously looks like he's what? What would you say, AJ? 16, 17? AJ, did I lose you? Probably around like 18. Around they're 18. what? A little bit. They're about to, and Miles Morales, they're about to graduate high school. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. did you like the new design look for Peter's face? I didn't mind it. It didn't really distract me at all. Um, the argument that he looks younger, cool. <laughs> I don't find that much of an argument. There's a lot of people that are older, but still look younger. It's really not much of a argument to to have, really. Did they um, ever... but, Go ahead. But the, I think the reason why they changed his face is to make it a, look like the actor who's voice acting them. That's the only reason I think they changed his face. Really? Because Yuri kind of looks like the one that they gave him in the original Spider-Man game. Yuri doesn't look like what this... This new design looks like it's supposed to cater more towards looking like Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it looks like they were trying... It it looks literally like Sony's like, look, this is our Spider-Man, and we need this to be our Spider-Man everywhere. Um, so I mean, again, I, I don't have any issue with it. Um, I just, it was weird that like, they just made that decision out of nowhere. Like, well, we're going to change how he looks. We're not really rocking with this original look. We're, we're going to change it. It was like, that was weird, but okay. Anyway. Um, sorry. So we move on. Um, Rhino's taken down by Miles. Uh, Peter comes to, we see this new group, uh, come into the picture. Uh, it's, was, it wasn't Roxxon, was it? Was it Roxxon? Yeah. Okay. All right, part of me was like, where the fuck did I get Roxxon? Okay, so it was Roxxon. Um, so we see Roxxon take Rhino, uh, say, you know, we'll, we'll clean all this up. You, got, you guys did great. Um, how did you feel when uh, they wrote Peter off? You know, he, he, you know, he was going out of town with MJ. Um, how did you feel about them writing Peter off? And uh, did you think it was dope, the whole Spider-Man oath that he made up on the spot? Yeah, I thought I thought the oath was pretty cool. Um, ho- hopefully that will stick throughout the ages, because and maybe update a little bit throughout each Spider-Man game if they do more than um, three Spider-Man games. I hope I can tell you games. this, AJ. I hope, like I hope, like, like you're saying, I hope it's passed down differently. So I hope. Miles, oh yeah, one hundred percent. When Miles tells Spider Gwen, or when Miles tells Silk, I hope his version of that is a little different. Uh, by the way, if any Spider-Man is supposed to come after Miles, it should be Silk, um, mainly because you can make Silk a little younger than Miles and have him kind of be like her mentor. Um, but Spider-Gwen should always be like an equal of Peter, um, mainly because I, I think they should be around the same age. I mean, Miles? No, 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 no. I think Spider-Gwen should be around. See, the problem is Spider-Gwen in Into the Spider-Verse was made for Miles. For Miles, yeah. Like, that's not Spider-Gwen from, from the comics. Spider-Gwen from the comics is made for, not for Peter, but I'm saying around Peter. <laughs> um, so the movie changed it uh, to fit Miles, which I, I have no issue with. I have no issue with. But to me, Miles should be, like, his equal should be Silk. Um, and, and Peter's equal should be Spider-Gwen. Um, but, yeah, I would love for when uh, Miles is teaching Silk, like, he's like, Peter told me, like, this oath. And I want you to take it, but he's like, shit, how does it go again? And like, he's he's now making it up on the spot, um, you know, quite quite like Peter did. Uh, but I thought the oath was great. I, I thought the oath was really good. But um, how did you feel about them writing Peter off uh, for, for this story? 
I thought it was well done. Um, uh, what, how can I say this? Um, the way they just took them, just wrote them off, I thought was well done, like I said. And just to give, like you were talking about earlier, just to let Miles flex his muscle a little bit, just to see if, if he can earn that reputation of Spider-Man, earn that title as Spider-Man. Um, make him make him believe in himself as Spider-Man, much as um, Peter Parker believes that Miles can be as great or even greater than himself. Um, so it was a great confidence booster for Miles as a character for Peter to leave. Um, I compare. And, go ahead. Go ahead. And and it, it is mentioned that they were trained with each other for like the past year right. or a little bit under a year so to see him like finally be on his own even though he still doesn't know what he's doing by himself it, it, it's like a parent just letting their child go free just to experience the world and it just reminded me a little bit of that and I thought that was pretty cool yeah the first thing I thought of was um, writing him off was necessary. It's like when Dick Grayson became Nightwing, they moved him to Bloodhaven. Why? Because if he stays in Gotham, he's overshadowed by Bruce. So you got to do something to allow him, so they allow the legend of Nightwing to grow. How do you do that? Move him to Bloodhaven, have him become a legend out there, have him become a legend, period. So when he moves back to Gotham, people don't only fear Batman, they now fear Nightwing. Um, so it, it allows Miles to do that. And it, it gives him a chance um, to where people, you know, we'll get to this, but the nickname people were kind of giving him um, and, and the status that he has within his borough. But, you know, it stood out to me the most in the, in the beginning, AJ, that kind of pissed me off a little bit, just a little bit. How trash that present was that Peter left for Miles. And the only reason why I say how trash is, Peter has come a long way from his first suit, right? So it's like, all right, Peter made himself a dope-ass suit. Why was his suit that he made for Miles so trash? Are you asking me? Or is yeah. This... yeah, why was it so trash? Well, he has to learn how to use the suit. He has to... He, Spider-Man can't just give him everything just on the spot. It, that's just a boor, that's boring storytelling. Hey. I'm gonna give you the most advanced suit in the in the world. Here you go. No, that that makes zero sense to me. So to give him a suit that can eventually evolve into um, something even better, I thought it was pretty cool. So that's just me. Man, Miles said, if you don't get this, once him and, and his friend figured out how to do it on their own, they said, if you don't get this hot garbage the hell up out of here, we about to make our own shit. Um, but anyway, so we see Peter head out of town uh, to go on a mission with MJ. Um, and we see Miles head back home. Um, it was fun seeing Miles in a new city. Obviously, he said he moved uh, since the passing of his father. Uh, his mom is now a political figure for New York or, or specifically that borough. Um, it was really interesting to see. And the biggest thing that stood out was I always thought it was unique how John Watts took Miles' best friend and made him Peter's best friend in the MCU. So we get to now see Ned Leeds from the MCU that they took from Miles come back to the world of Miles. Um, and how did you like the dynamic of that friendship, AJ? Was, was it kind of weird, like after these last, what, four or five years seeing Peter with Ned and now seeing Ned kind of come back to where he belongs which is with Miles. Not at all. Um, he could still do Genki as a separate character from Ned. Um, they'll still both be Asian. But other than that, I don't really care. Um, but overall, I thought their relationship together, Miles and Genki's relationship together, I thought, I thought it was really well done. I thought Genki as a support for Miles was really well done. When Miles was just broken and heart heartbroken because of spoilers we're gonna talk about later. Um, 
just to see him help his best friend through that hard time, I thought was really well done. And then him as the the tech guy, I thought was pretty cool. Um, the one one of many things that were a negative to me in the MCU Spider Man is Ned is he's he's a good friend of Peter, but the way I I wish they could do a lot more with Ned in the MCU Spider Man, um, if that makes sense. I, well, they're, just, they're the same character, but I felt like Genki did a lot more in Miles' character than in, um, in Spider-Man and MCU for Peter's character. Well, I think you have more to go off of because he's a Miles character. So you have all those years to kind of to kind of build with, but when you when you change it, it's now because remember the whole thing about Peter was it was just Peter. Like there was never like, oh, Peter had like Harry that was always like by his side and would always help him be Spider-Man. Like, no, what made Peter Parker special was that this kid legit did all this shit by himself. Um, so when you do the MCU and you now make him drastically younger, a little younger than what the Ultimates had him as, um, and you now bring in this friend that knows he's Spider-Man is supposed to be like Ned said, the guy in the chair it's now a different dynamic. And on top of that, AJ, you also have the mentorship of Stark. So you now have to balance Peter trying to like live up to Stark, also trying to be a really good friend to Ned, also trying to explore his love for MJ. Um, so it's like you're adding all these different dynamics that the character never really had to go through um, in the history of the character. So I, I think you kind of just somewhat a little bit made it to where it's like, well, obviously, characters like Ned and MJ are going to have somewhat of a a deteriorated uh, presence because you still have to make it to where Peter is doing a lot of this stuff for himself. Um, that's what made that scene where in the first one where the building collapsed on him. And it's like, there is no one to help you. You have to do this yourself, Peter. Um, and it's like John Watts is going to have to find a way, especially in this last one, to kind of piggyback off of that to where you're kind of going back to the drawing board of it's just Peter. Um, but yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. It's hard to kind of give these secondary characters that you don't have powers or you don't really have anything really you can um, really bring to this. Um, it, it's really hard to give them stuff to do. So yeah, I, I completely agree with you. The game was able to flesh out uh, Ned a lot better than the MCU did. Um, but obviously we see that Ned is uh spent the night over Miles' house. They're getting ready for what is it, a Christmas dinner or it's a Christmas dinner, right? Or am I sure? It's a Christmas dinner. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm like, is it Christmas? Okay. Um, and Miles, oh, I'm sorry, Miles' mom is telling Miles that they're expecting a guest. Um, we hear the doorbell ring. Miles' mom alludes to the fact that that doorbell has never worked. Um, and it's an old friend of Miles. How did you feel about this old friend coming back in Miles' life? I thought it was pretty cute. I <laughs> I love Finn. I thought Finn and Miles' um, chemistry together was pretty awesome. Um, just like old friends, just rehashing it up with each other. I thought that was pretty cool. And are, are we speaking spoilers now, or are we just going to take it... No, like, we're gonna. We're literally going right to where you want to go, like right after we finish this. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, I saw this. This um. What what would you what would you call it? Um. Anyway, I I saw that I knew that Finn was going to be the tinkerer. What what as soon as I saw her open that door, I was like, okay, she's a tinkerer. Um, Miles hasn't seen her in a long time they're best okay. friends it right. makes so, sense usually shit like that goes way over my head right i didn't know it then i knew it and this is gonna sound so weird and so fake aj but i 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I swear to you, I knew it when she fixed the doorbell. And it was just like, she's advanced. Like, I couldn't go to your house right now, AJ, and go, oh, your light's broken? I'll fix it. And, like, I'd end up starting, like, a fire, you know? So I'm like, when she did that, I'm like, all right. She's a little advanced. Okay. And then the more they were. To be fair, most of Miles' friends can just fix the doorbell if they wanted to. Miles could fix it if he wanted to. Genki can fix it if he wanted to. It, the idea that it, they it, hadn't though is what stood out. But to me, yeah, yeah. the more the more that him and Finn were catching up to where it was just like, okay, all right. And you know, the biggest thing is when she wouldn't talk to him about uh what happened with her brother. I was just like, hmm. I originally was like, is it the brother? And then I was like, no, this has to be more intricate than that. It has to be, it has to be Finn. But before we get there, I will say. This game did a great job cultivating the love-hate that Finn and Miles grew throughout this story. It was way more um, developed than what they're giving us between Peter and, and MJ in the MCU. Um, it was it, it, it had a lot more history to it. It honestly, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the actual story of Peter and MJ. They grew up together. Um, it was never a thing of like, oh, we were dating. They were just really good friends. And Peter grew a love for MJ through that. And, and that's what I thought they were building with Finn and, and Miles. Um, they legit with, they legit did everything right in Finn and Miles that we should have gotten from Peter and MJ. But John Watts and Feige decided to go this weird-ass angle um, uh, uh, for, for Peter and MJ. But anyway... So we obviously get, um, there's a street fair, everyone's celebrating. Uh, Miles' mom is making this big speech about how uh, things should be different within the city. Um, and we see an attack. Um, we see an attack by, uh, what, what did, what did uh, Tinker call her cronies? I, I forgot what they called them. AJ? I don't remember what they were either. I don't remember what yeah, they were I called. Remember, I don't remember what they were called. But anyway, we see them attack, and their whole plan is um, to kind of cause a little bit of animal. Oh, was it the un- underground? The underground, there you go. The underground, um, you know, uh, attacked the, uh, the little parade that they were having. Um, but their goal was to take uh, whatever that um, – what was it that they were trying to, they were trying to capture from um, – uh, what was the corporation that I said at the beginning? I completely forgot. R- Raxon. They were taking this element from Roxon. Um, what was do you remember what the element was? No. <laughs> but anyway, that's not the point. The biggest point is we see Miles suit up, uh, make sure Ned gets his mom out safe. He suits up, um, takes on these intruders on the bridge. Um, we see an all-out battle. Miles Venom Punch kind of sparks this eruption that blows up the the bridge causing mass destruction. We see the same Spider-Man move that they have found a way to incorporate in every fucking Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 2, which is I'm extending my webs to pull something uh, closer. Um, But the the big shock of this is we find out that the Tinkerer, who almost got Miles' mom killed, is causing all this destruction, is none other than Finn. Um, obviously Finn in that moment doesn't know that Miles is Spider-Man, but at that moment, Miles finds out that Finn is a tinkerer. 
Um, I, I'll say what stood out to me the most about that that whole sequence, AJ, is the fact that they I thought they found a way to touch a little bit on what's going on today when we see the Roxxon, um, uh, I guess you call them security, um, draw their guns on on Miles. And he's like, yo, what the, f- what, what did I do? And it takes him going invisible to escape out of that situation. But I, I thought that was the realest part of that whole scene. But kind of walk me through your thoughts, AJ, on seeing that scene play out and then seeing the big reveal of Finn being who we will know uh, as we go as we go on to be the main antagonist or one of the main antagonists for uh, the rest of this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, that whole invisible scene where the Raxxon security guards were pointing their guns at Miles, even though he did nothing wrong. And then actually did technically, but he saved all those people. But regardless of that, they still treat him as a threat. And just to see that, it does speak on real life in a, in a real world. And it's, I'm gonna go, I'll go one up further. It doesn't, it's not the realest scene in that specific moment, but I think that's one of the most powerful scenes in that entire, in that entire game. Um, just to see that moment, because we all know, we all feel like we wish we were invisible when it comes to cops, much like, or not even invisible, what should I say? Um, I'm trying to keep this as... Yeah, no, 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 no. We, you can go right into, you know, because obviously we're not here to go uber political, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. It was, it was very important to showcase that. Um, very, very, very important to showcase that. Um, but it was small, but very significant. Um, but I, I want you to go more into, because you were saying you saw it coming, um, more into the battle. And, AJ, you're, I know how much you love aesthetics. How much did you love the design of what they were able to do with uh, Finn's Tinkerer and the Underground? Like, how developed they were uh, technologically? I, I love the, I love the neo, neon tech of what the Tinkerer did with the technology. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I wish <laughs> we can get in depth with technology and just the mythology um, with Spider-Man and his story as much as this game um, with the movies, but we can't even get that. And for me, I'm all for the world building. Um, everybody knows that about me. Um, and I think the one thing that Spider-Man in the movies lacked is that that level further into the world building for Spider-Man himself, but not the MCU as a whole. I just yeah, want more Spider-Man stuff. That's not, unfortunately, that's always going to be an issue until the day that either Sony says we got it on our own and they're able to flesh out Spider-Man because their focus is only Spider-Man or that will happen the day that Feige and Marvel are able to acquire fully the rights to Spider-Man and we can really see that world grow and develop like we've seen with the MCU. We have so many different trees that have extended to branches that have their own shows and their own spinoffs and their own uh, movies and stuff like that from the MCU. So we know Feige can develop. It's just the idea that he can only develop what's his. So I, that's why I said, if you're Sony, the, the idea of trying to take Peter back has already passed, you know, has already passed for you. The fact that you've let the MCU build three movies, they've developed who that character is. So you should go out you know, uh, give us Miles and you're able to build so much. Like I said, Silk can come from Miles' world and now you're building off Silk, you know? And if you want, I don't care, Spider-Gwen can come from Miles' world and now you're building off Spider-Gwen. So you can really develop and you can really go big with it um, if you just, because you need a Spider-Man you gave birth to that you can really develop from the ground up. And that's Miles if you're Sony. Um, I, the thing is with um, Sony, I don't really care for their live action. Um, if, if anything, just stick with animation. 
Um, what they're doing with the Into the Spider-Verse universe. God, what the hell was that? Anyway, <laughs> what they're doing with Spider-Verse. Right. Uh, I think it's perfect. The world building is perfect in that movie. And they're expanding on it. Even with the... Even with the... um. What's confusing is... I. All right, so you know how the story's always been DC does animated movies better than, than Marvel does? Uh, I, 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 I know that, but I can't agree with that. But Okay, yeah, I was about on. to say, I was, I was about to say, I don't believe that. I just believe their focus is different. So DC has had like a very rocky live action. Like it's really hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a lot of people would say it's gotten better. I, I'm not here to argue that. Um, but I would say Marvel's focus was never their animated movies. It was the live action. So you got the best you could possibly get because that was their focus. I think if you're Sony, the fact that you did a award-winning animated movie, right, means you have the ability to expand that to live action. You just have to be able to put people in the right positions and then get the fuck out of the way, you know? And that's why Into the Spider-Verse was as great as it was. You just allowed them to do what they wanted and create the best possible content. Venom was, I will say this to the day I die, Venom was not a bad movie. The only reason Venom couldn't be its best possible self is that Venom shouldn't exist without Spider-Man. It, just, it, 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 it shouldn't exist without Spider-Man. It's the stupidest logic you could ever have. That was their, but you handicapped yourself when you were like, oh, no, 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 we're going to create the whole idea that the symbiote that completely built itself off of Spider-Man is going to exist without him. That's when you handicap yourself, and now you're trying to sell a movie to fans, diehard Spider-Man fans at that, that we can make this work without Spider-Man. Albeit, it was not a failure, but could it have been a billion times better if it stuck to the proper mythology? A hundred percent. So to me, it's like you have the components to do it. If Morbius is just like Venom and it's one of those, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. I'll completely agree with you, AJ. Maybe animation is where they should stay. But to me, Venom 2 has a potential to uh, drastically upgrade from the first Venom. And Morbius from the trailers looks really good. So I'm like, they have, they will lose me if Venom 2 is on par with Venom 1 and Morbius is on par with those, then I can safely say, you know what? You just, you don't know how to do this. Um, But I will reserve that. But I will say that Into the Spider-Verse was a huge, huge momentum builder if you're Sony. And that's why I'm saying don't stop. Keep your foot on their necks. Give us that silk spinoff you were talking. Give us that all-female Into the Spider-Verse you were talking. Give us a Spider-Gwen solo. Like, really go all out and allow these people to do what they need and want to do to make these movies a success and stay out of the way, Sony. Um, you know, The more that, the better. The more the better, AJ. I, I'll never argue with that. Um, and you have a lot. You built a really big tree with Spider-Verse. Now you got so many different branches to pick off of. Um, so allow yourself to continue to grow and build off of that. Um, but yeah, the aesthetics of the underground and the tinker are beautiful, great. I like their power source. I like the fact that they can build their own goddamn shields and weapons um, from within that mech kind of suit. Um, Finn is really intelligent. And can I say this? We need to create more extremely intelligent female characters. It was so refreshing for a, a male story to have a female character that is that much smarter, faster, stronger. I love that. We need that a million times more. Another reason, AJ, I love Into the Spider-Verse, you making Doc Ock female originally sounds like something that's like, what? That sounds stupid. But the movie made it work so well. Um, I need more of that. Shit, I mean, if you if you tell me right now you want to make most of Miles... Uh, villains female I'm telling you do it if they're as good as they they handled Finn do it that was really 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 something that I loved about what they did with Finn 
Now, something I want to go to, AJ, that I was glad they got out of the way early. I didn't need them to kind of drag on with this. I loved how we see Ned kind of talk Peter into this. Uh, not Peter, I'm sorry. See, God damn it, MCU. We see Ned kind of talk Miles into. You keep saying the other, you know, I'm the, uh, you know, the other guy. It's like, no, like that Spider-Man's gone. You're Spider-Man, bro. Like you are the guy. Like, get that juice and work with it. So we see them redesign um, Miles' costume to the more accurate Miles' costume we know it to be. Cut me off, AJ, if, if I'm skipping over a story that um, you, uh, you thought was important that maybe I skipped over by accident. Um, but I love that we see Miles' uh, first side mission um, in his new suit is uh, helping out at a subway station where we find our um prowler and what i loved about it aj and i want to get your thoughts here is i loved how immediately his uncle was like all right thank you miles and he's like wait what and he's like i knew it was you like come on man relax it's you i won't tell your mom it's cool call me if you ever need me i love that we got that out of the way early it wasn't a storyline that they were going to drag on of is he going to find out you know i'm glad that was just over with how did you like um, Ned's pep talk to Miles to kind of inspire him um, and, and obviously give us that new suit? And how did you like the entrance of the Prowler and their ability to kind of squash that whole secrecy between uh, the two of them early on? So it wasn't like a lingering thing of like, when are they going to find out who each other are? Like they squashed that immediately. Well, there, there's just one issue I had. Well, that whole thing you were talking about, I agree with, but there's one issue I had that bothered me a little was how did his mother, how did his mother, um, Rio, not know that Miles was um, Spider-Man if, um, was it Aaron, Aaron Davis um, knew on the spot, basically. Um, I think his mother- I like. I think the thing was his mother was was so busy with her political world, there weren't. Yeah, but even even if that's his mother, he she should, should even in the comics, her mother already, always knew that Miles was um, Spider Man the whole time and just didn't say anything, really. Um, so, to me, it makes no sense. Even if she was busy, um, all mothers that are good mothers know their children. And they will just put them first anyway. So that that was just a little nitpick I had with that. Um, but overall, I thought that um, the reason how Aaron knew that Miles is um, Spider-Man, I thought that was pretty cool. Just the way you move and juke, I thought that I thought that was amazing. Um, and you can just tell that Aaron is very observant, and it makes sense that he's the prowler. So I really like that. Um, what was the other question again? Um, um, how did you like, I, I could be a little ahead of myself, but I do believe after the, the event on the bridge where Miles kind of felt like it was all his fault was when Ned had that big talk with him, like, dude, like, you're Spider-Man now. Like, you got to get over that. Like, pick yourself up, you know, let's do what we got to do. Um, was that pep talk what inspired them to make the new suit? Or did that come later on? No, it was it was a pep talk that inspired the new suit. It it for that it was Miles's new beginning, if you want if you want to put it in a good way. Um just to see that level of confidence he exerts um after he puts on the new suit, I thought it was pretty cool. Um much like an anti spider verse once he gets the new suit, you just see that confidence in him. Um, I will say AJ I don't usually get chills over anything. Um, I'd probably say in my 27 years of life, the only thing that ever gave me chills was seeing Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Like once he, once he was a comic accurate Iron Man, right? Like once he had the the red and the red and yellow or the red and whatever. Like once you saw him for the first time in that, I got chills. Robert Pattinson's Batman trailer gave me chills. And into the Spider-Verse, when that song starts and you see Miles, like, curled up in a ball, sitting on that building, 
when he jumps off, that always it still gives me chills to this point. That was that was probably the greatest coming out story or coming of story um, ever, like live action or animation in the superhero, like a character really becoming their own. Uh, that that will forever give me chills because it was done so but huge shouts out to Jaden Smith uh, who is the, the lead soundtrack for uh, this game mm-hmm. uh, that song really brought out the scene kind of feeling that the movie did not as good um, but obviously the best. Um, Miles is literally and I said this, Miles is literally the heartbeat of of Marvel, it's like their darling. It, 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 you know, everyone always says it's it's Peter Spider Man. I get it, but the newer generation definitely mild. Um, the most sympathetic character, the most real character. Honestly, it's probably their biggest character that people relate to the most. It's why Spider Man into the Spider Verse was such a success. Um, it's someone that people can relate to. Um, but yeah, I, I love seeing them work together on that new suit. I love the new suit. Not as cool as Into the Spider-Verse suit was, um, but it was really, really, really cool. Um, but obviously, uh, AJ, we see Miles and um, uh, Ned has to kind of, you know, sneak into the underground and kind of try to, like, infiltrate their way into it. We see Uncle Aaron kind of give Miles his, his advice. Um, we're going to fast forward here because we're not going to go through every intricacy of this damn uh, game. Um, but walk me through, um, obviously, uh, we see the Tinkerer take on uh, Spider-Man one more time and Miles make it known, like, you know, he took off his mask and is like, I'm Miles. She was very taken aback by that. Like, what the, f- what? I thought we said no more lies. And it's like, bro, you are the Tinkerer and didn't tell me. Like, you almost got my mom killed. Um, but obviously we see that, you know, we now see that Mexican standoff of like, oh my God, you're, you're Spider-Man and you're the tinkerer. It's like, oh my God. Um, obviously we see, um, uh, the Prowler suit back up, um, you know, after finding out that his nephew is Spider-Man to kind of try to protect him with how cutthroat this city can be. Um, obviously we see, um, uh, Prowler strike a deal, you know, to give up the Tinkerer, but to keep his his nephew safe. Um, we see Rhino gets gets a new uh, a new upgrade. Um, yeah. Hello. Yeah, you. It, it cut off. Oh, can you hear me? Hold yeah. On. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, obviously, we see uh, the Tinkerer now finds out that uh, Miles is, is Spider-Man. We see that dynamic. But I want to fast forward here towards the end. Um, how did you feel about Rhino's new uh, uh, upgrade that he got? I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, it was it was just red armor. <laughs> no, but I, I, so, I, thought, I thought that he said they gave him, like, an upgrade. The Venom Punch didn't work. Yeah, the, that was the only thing. I. I guess that was cool. Um, I already knew that Rhino was going to come back and be invulnerable to the um, Venom Punch. So it wasn't that shocking to me. No pun intended. <laughs> so I take a little yeah. pun there. Um, so obviously we get the big showdown of um, the Tinkerer looking to take down Roxxon by any means necessary. Obviously, Miles looking to stop her by any means necessary, but still help. Uh, oh, the biggest thing we left off was uh, Roxxon was uh, responsible for the death of Finn's brother. Uh, it was it was kind of reminiscent to, I don't know if you've seen this, AJ, so I don't want to go too much into it and spoil it, but it was kind of like the storyline from the Avengers video game. Um, how her brother died was eerily similar to another character that they showed in that Avengers game. I thought that was a little... You can, you can spoil it. You can spoil it. Oh, okay. Well, there was a scene where in the beginning of that Avengers game, um, like, this huge uh, material was, like, letting off all this energy, and Cap was in, like, this room trying to stop it, and the video looked like the scientists locked Cap in there, and Cap just obliterated, right? And in this, it was literally the same thing that happened to Finn's brother. 
Um, obviously, that's not what happened to Cap. He ended up not dying. Spoiler alert for anyone out there. Um, but it was eerily similar. And I was like, oh, shit, this reminded me of that. Um, but, yeah, so that's Finn's motivation to why Finn wants to take down uh, Roxxon. Um, but we, we get to the end. Um, Miles is in now like a standoff against Finn, and it's like all-out battle to save New York. Um, how, how did you like that ending? I I cried, AJ. I, I'm a crier. I, will nah, I did too. I, I did I too. Cried. That that teared me up a lot. So walk me through Just, the ending, AJ. God, it, that, I'm not going to lie. That broke me. Um, just seeing... Um, Finn and Miles fight it out and Miles just trying to stop Finn um, trying to tell her that the entire what was it uh, it wasn't what city what's um, c- um, city are they in right now at this point I, just say, I, don't, I don't remember specifically I, I have terrible memory but anyway they, they were um Miles was trying to stop her from leveling the city, basically, even though she just thought that it was just going to destroy that one tower. So just to see that back and forth confrontation, I thought was really great. And then the moment when she realized that everything was going to get destroyed, she just switched and and just seeing Miles there on his back trying to get to the machine and suck up all the energy. I thought that was really strong. And then you just see Finn look at um, Miles' mom and the whole group that was there and then look back at Miles, then run straight towards Miles to save everybody in the city. I thought that was great. And when that moment when she says, let go, I broke down. It, it was greatness. This is a bed that I made. Like, I, I made this mistake. Let me fall on the floor. Um, so her kind of saving Miles. And was it? A, I think it was Harlem. Sorry. It was Harlem. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, the idea that um, she was kind of like, you know, this is my sacrifice. You know, like, if this is what it takes, this is what it takes. Like, I let revenge warp me that I put all these people's lives at risk. Um, and that was very emotional, bro. I don't remember. The, I mean, maybe, probably when Peter, when Peter told Stark I don't feel too good, it's probably the only ever time I, I cried in, like, a superhero movie. Um, that was sad. This was sadder than that, bro. This is way sadder. Um, but this this broke me too, bro. But obviously, we see her make the ultimate sacrifice. It's a superhero world, so if you don't see a body, you have no idea if that person's dead. So who knows if we will ever see Finn again? Um, hopefully we do. I love Finn, but um, we see Miles drop down to the ground. His mother, um, you know, terrified that he's dead. We see the whole we see the whole city, uh, or, or the yeah, well the town. Um, see that Miles is Spider-Man. Uh, they protect him from the, the media while his mom gives them his mask back. Um, and that's the end of our story. And we see that the city now knows, or I keep saying, I guess the borough, now knows that Miles is Spider-Man. Uh, we even see a, mur- a mural uh, be re- redone to where it fits uh, Miles alongside of Peter Spider-Man. Um, and I love how like Peter comes back like after all that chaos and he's like, so how did everything go? And Miles is like, oh, you do not even know. <laughs> like, and Peter's like, you know what? Don't even sweat it, Miles. Like last game, I almost let the city die. You know, it's cool. It'll happen. Um, so how did how did you like the the ending of this game where you see the city kind of embrace? their new Spider-Man along with Peter kind of coming back like, what the hell happened when I was gone? Yeah, I, I thought that, mo- that moment as a whole was cool. Seeing Miles look at himself on a mural, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it went back to the beginning of the game where he asked the guy, are you, are you going to put up the new guy? And he was like, hmm, maybe, we'll think about it. So uh, I thought that was <laughs> I thought it was a cool, um, a cool nod to that. Right. Um, but seeing Peter back, and I thought that was 
hopefully in Spider-Man 2. Um, I want them two to work together a lot more um, since we know that Miles can do a lot by himself and Peter can do a lot by himself as well. So I, I'm just curious how they're going to work out Spider-Man 2 as a whole. Maybe they'll keep one of them out. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'll tell you um, this. I'll tell you this. This is what I would prefer. You let Spider-Man 2 be its, you know, be its thing. You know, you want to bring Miles in, you know, the same way you kind of did in the first game. Whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. But let Spider-Man 2 be its own thing. Let Miles have his follow-up game, you know, where that's kind of its own thing. And then what you do is you come out with a co-op open world Spider-Man game where you can play with a friend and you guys can play as both Peter and Miles and the storyline is shared. So it's not just like, oh, you can even play as Miles or you can play as Peter. No, it's shared. It's like a kind of like a co-op. Um, and the, it's one big storyline where the both of them have to save all of New York from the Sinister Six. Um, have that be the storyline. Or if you want to... Well, they already did the Sinister Six. I was just about to say, if you want to go <laughs> differently than that, AJ, have it be um, either A, uh, you know, introduce the multiverse, and, and that's, that's the storyline. Or, uh, depending on what they do with this next Spider-Man, I don't know if this next Spider-Man is going to be the focus of Green Goblin or Venom. Um, if it's Venom... And cool if it's green goblin cool who knows obviously i think it might it might do green goblin or hobgoblin they're, whichever they're, harry is no harry's venom that's he's, he's in a symbiote in that glass is he did they show that yeah he's in the symbiote in that glass they showed it in the first game he's in the symbiote in that glass um it's been so, a minute. Okay. so they're going that that does not mean that harry I mean, obviously, it's going to pay off in that second game because it was introduced at the end of the first Spider-Man game and then reintroduced at the end of this Spider-Man game. Um, so, obviously, it's going to be a big storyline going forward. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see how it pays off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you should do that. Let the second game be its own for Peter. Let the second game be its own for Miles and then bring them together for one big story. Uh, you know, have it be a joint game. Um, but I loved it. I love the end credit scene. You saw the end credit scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought. They Wait, was the was the end credit scene the uh, Harry Osborn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job with that. Overall, I thought this was a great story. Um, I thought it was really, really, really good. I hope they implement some of these characters into a Miles live action movie whenever we get that. Um, this is a really good start for Miles. This is a really great way to kick off the PS5. Um, I can't wait to see what more they do with these Spider-Man characters going forward. I personally loved it. AJ, your closing statements. Uh, what more can I say? I love this with passion. Um, hopefully, like you said, they'll expand more on Miles and his um, universe and his lore, world building, all of that. Um, hopefully they'll bring Peter Parker into the fold a lot more for the next game. Um, maybe they'll have Venom. So actually the second movie, not second movie, goodness, the second game will be like a co-op, like you were saying, but it will focus on Venom. Um, so I, th I think that's pretty cool. So overall, I love this and I cannot wait to play it in like four months. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely let all these bugs get out, let it get a little cheaper, um, and then definitely uh, go, in all, uh, go all in for it. But uh, yeah, we both love this game. We recommend it. Uh, play it or watch the cutscenes. Uh, either way, you will definitely enjoy this game. AJ, it's been great breaking down Miles Morales uh, for the PS5 with you. Um, this is one of many podcasts we will be putting out this week. Um, so thank you guys for listening and make sure you check out the Miles Morales game for the PS5, whether you're playing it or watching the cutscenes like we did. Either way, I promise you, you will love this story um, as much as we did. But till then, peace.